No. Get him my little flip phone. I'll call you and you call me and that's it. And I ain't no telephone number. by now we are y'all's favorite couple what's that country we hopefully by now we y'all's favorite uh-huh. couple uh-huh. Mm-hmm. trying to bring y'all all the <laughs> music <laughs> sports entertainment couples issues <laughs> our couples issues mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the podcast for you if that's what you're looking for um thank you again to jameson we hope you guys take this journey with us as well as we carry out Jameson with us right. to our podcast. Um, it's both sides with DJ Honey podcast again. How you doing today, baby? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. My intro is, is it getting tighter? It is. It is? I'm yeah. doing better? All right. I'm trying, you know. You're holding it, I'm, I'm trying. I'm you're holding it. That, that's what happens when you start to critique and involve. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happens. So critiquing is something we've been doing yeah. a lot. Yeah. As my baby, I'm enjoying a it. Great I'm... leeway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Before we get into our <laughs> previous weekend, we have something we're calling the Both Sides with DJ Honey Podcast Correction Segment, where we correct our prior podcast. Yes. But things you may have corrected, mm-hmm. text us on, or something that we've just noticed because we watch ourselves and critique ourselves on so much. So these are things that we picked up because nobody texted me or told me about these. <laughs> this is something I just picked up. So I'm just putting it out there that you guys can do those things as well. Let us know. Yeah, that's fine. And we'll shout you out and stuff like that and thank you and know we're not being jerks about it. Thank you, really, because that means you're listening, really. So first um, correction I want to make, we told you guys last week we watched Sabrina right. the Teenage Witch, which wasn't true because Sabrina the Teenage Witch hasn't been on TV since the early 2000s. Um... <laughs> We watched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is still Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but that's the correct title to it. So we're giving you guys our correction. Yeah. That's a correction. It's nice. Next correction. And these are my corrections. I'm just telling you guys. Um, these are for my millennials out there. I told everybody I was t- Twittering, and I believe the correct term is tweeting. Tweeting. Tweet, tweet. Like, yeah. Tweeting. So tweeting. I guess that, that makes sense, I guess. I'm not the big Twitter guy, but I'm trying. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. It's all good. It's all, we're trying to evolve and grow. So both sides correction. My baby got a correction as well. Of course, I got a correction with her bandersnatch. Bander. Who? Bandersnatch. Oh. Not Bangladesh. <laughs> bandersnatch. When I said I was fond of it, but did I? What was it? You, I was fond of it, but I didn't care. You liked it, but you wasn't. I, fond I wasn't of fond of it. Thank you, baby. No problem. Um. I was, I didn't, I liked the concept. I just didn't like the fact that we had to go, when we picked something, even though we picked it, if it wasn't really correct, it would still point you backwards. Okay, did you like it or not? I did. Okay, there you go. Okay. All right. All right, so <laughs> both, short, both short sides. And short and sweet. Short and sweet. That barbecue sauce and McDonald's. Hello. Um, both sides. McDonald's? I mean, it's short. It's in a little pack, short and sweet. Oh, okay. Uh, that's all I'm I'm not the best comedian, but, um, both sides with DJ Honey podcast corrections. Um, so, yeah. this last weekend, we were um, expecting not a child, um, a fake nor'easter. I would yeah. like to say. And we joined in the crowd. We joined. We went. Um, I really have to shopping. say this. Let me say. Let me say. Let me say. I had okay. A proud moment. So, okay, he had a proud moment. I had a proud moment. So, of course, we all joined in. Of food shopping that's what happens when they say it's a big storm you know what he did you guys he actually came food shopping and it was smooth sailing he sure did that's I did. my I, baby I, I went with a smile on my face and what's crazy is look she's so excited i am i am i went food shopping i was leaving work to meet her to go food shopping with a big old smile on my face on my face says my friend dalton l richards if you guys haven't uh, Dalton Richards Jr., if you guys haven't listened to previous episodes, he was in our fourth episode. Let me know that 
you're going shopping with a smile on your face and you just, you know, talked about and expressed how much you hated it. And it just shows evolution, <laughs> I guess. You're evolving, The DJ best. side of yeah. both sides. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. I was happy to go. It was cool. We got to pick up a whole bunch of munchies yep. and all He's types preparing of us. They said. Sandwich meats. You and never know. You get ready for the fake nor'easter. And the reason we keep throwing fake in front of it is because all we got was what? Wind and chills. It was like that was really, Yeah, really right? Cool. That was it. Yeah, that's it. Maybe oh wait, no, no, no! There was a little sprinkle. That was like around oh, mid morning. Yeah, this is Saturday's little a sprinkle. sprinkle. Right. So it was nothing. <laughs> so we had a house full of food. It was too cold to go outside. Too cold. So of course we got into our binging. Yes. As usual. Dead. So we get right into entertainment segment with that. First things first, we got yeah. into Punisher. The Punisher <clears throat> season two. Woo. Oh man. What? Nah, that was good, ladies and gentlemen, both sides, with DJ Honey podcast, enjoyed that one. We sure did. And the reason I'm just putting the the whole arc, like, look, we really, like, us as, you know, it was episode for episode was so fantastic. So, you know, John Bernthal mm-hmm. played the Punisher. That's right. Amber Rose Reba, Reba played played Nadani, the cop, right. and they both did fantastic jobs. Mm-hmm. I think the writing on the show was great. Yeah. I think it was the choreus, the most violent. Oh, I the loved most it. Realist, not not. I wouldn't even call it realistic, but if you guys know the Punisher and the goriness behind his, you know, his 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 vigilantism, as you will, yeah. if you will, like. It was that. It was all of that in the back. Like, if you've seen season one, and if you guys haven't seen it, watch that one first. Season two is off. All that. Oh. All that. Oh. You, you really summed it up. I really, I can't even put on it. Because it was, it was over the top. It was the action, the storyline. Yeah, which we're good. not going to give away because it's yeah, still a fresh drop. Um, it's only a week old at this point. So you guys check that out. And even if you didn't watch, watch the first, the first season. Go into the second season. It's a great show to binge. I think that's a good 26 episodes. Yeah, that's all, a great show to binge. together. Um, you could knock that out in, in Lord knows, you know, how long. But, but how, it's a great series. Covers a lot of ground. A lot of drama. If you guys like drama. So it's not just action. You guys check out The Punisher Season 2. Right. One, if you haven't seen it, watch both. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it. We hope you guys do if you watch it. Um, next thing we watch, we, we watch the movie. Uh, amateur. The Amateur. Yeah. Starring Michael Rainey Jr. Correct. Um, Brian J. White. Brian J. White plays the the like dad, the father. Yeah, Shannon. Shannon, Shannon Lil is the mom. Plays the mom, and, and Josh Charles is the basketball, the basketball coach. coach. Okay, so this movie basically entails Michael Rainey Jr. being a basketball prospect for colleges and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And his high school career is basically put in the hands of his father and his basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Um, money's thrown around. If you guys. Don't already know the the things that go behind basketball prospects or athletes in general. You know, money is thrown around. Students are paid for all the time. All the time. So this is something that goes along. If you guys don't know the process, watch it. If you do know it and you want to see it firsthand, it's 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 a great film. It didn't have a great ending. I mean, it didn't have a happy ending. Let me put it that way. Um, The acting could of course have been better, but I still thought it was a good film. Um, and if you have kids. One of the things people don't realize, because a lot of people can't go into, like, getting an agent or, you know, going through the whole steps. That movie gives you, like, a great insight on the steps that are taken to become part of your child's journey into becoming a superstar, whatever may have you, of whatever sport. But it also gives you the flip side of the the other things they claim don't happen that does happen. Yes, these is real-life issues, like... I remember growing up being at like athlete, and I'm not. I wasn't the best athlete, but I seen the better athletes, you mm-hmm. know, going through same, those certain same, type same. of things. So, you know, this is an eye opener. If you got a kid and you want them to be an athlete, watch this film because it will make sure that you're always on top of everything with your kid and it athletic process. You should always be. And this is a, it's a good film. So the amateur guys believe it came out. I was hyped because I thought this movie just dropped. <laughs> 2018. It said 2018. I still, I still <laughs> thought I was in the year 2018. 
If you guys don't know the struggle <laughs> the beginning of the year, you normally write in the, the, the last year instead of this year for a while. So I'm still in that mode. Yeah. So the movie did come out last year or 2017. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Either it way, was it's one a of those years. good movie. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that was good, which got us into our next series, which everybody told us to watch. Yeah. Uh, down to my mom, a couple of friends, you. You. And... The title itself doesn't describe the content it doesn't. of the movie. I don't movie. think it really. It's a series. It's a yeah, right. It's a we have to say it's a series. Right. Um, you're right. It doesn't. It does not, and I think it screams at you because it's all in caps. So it screams that you saved you, but you're like you, like yes. Oh, yes. What about me, like right? <laughs> like, movie, right. You know, exactly. all these titles sometimes go with the story. This is totally the opposite of the story. But, it um, does reach the story. The title is part of it, but it's not. It's starring Elizabeth Whale and um, Penn Be- Bagley, Be- playing yeah, Beck and Joe. Um, Beck is the beautiful um, girl that Joe falls in love with with a, I guess, messed up background. And then, I guess, Joe becomes this stalker. Right. And um, he goes up and beyond stalking, so... I mean, it's a great series. I don't, I don't want to go and dive. I, I really am hesitant about going to dive. But Joe is this sicko, basically. But he makes you feel empathy and stuff for him for because them, yeah. of the fact that... Can y'all be quiet? Excuse me, ladies Wait. and gentlemen. <laughs> Please excuse us. Give us a two-second pause. Make sure these animals are calm. I don't want to ruin this podcast because of these animals. All right. So Joe is... A um, he's stalker, but he makes you feel and he, he, you empathize with him because of his love for the little child and the Paco and the, the show. Yeah. So he seems like a normal person, but he's sick. So the question I want to ask you and ask our listeners is: Are you a stalker? Have you ever been like? Have you ever questioned yourself as being a stalker? Because we all know the conventional way of being a stalker. Um, the following, the person, the mirroring of the cell cell phones, the the looking through windows, popping up at work, the common. But now in a new era where there's cyber stalking. Right. Okay. So what is cyber stalking to you, babes? Because I have a different understanding of what cyber stalking can be. Cyber stalking. Or not what it can be. I'm sorry, but what I don't have an understanding. My viewpoint is somewhat of it, which. And- well, cyberstalker to me is when you're on a computer and it starts out just friendly, like you have, like you, everybody's on social media, everybody. Everybody. But when it becomes a certain, I call it dependency, because now you're looking at one particular person, you get, you start to get certain like obsessive, and obsessive in the sense of you starting to go through the pages, then it starts to evolve into you finding the personal information, you know. And for those who go out as opposed to those stay in, because I believe more cyber stalking start, starts within the people who stays in the household, who's right. afraid to go out because that's their that's their out that's their livelihood, that's their reality world because they afraid to. Where it becomes a physical thing is because it starts off sometimes there for those who are able to go. And yeah, maybe a friendly gesture, but then there's something that clicks with certain people, or there may be something else that actually started off before the stalking became. Right. Because, I mean, honestly, certain people, like, I've heard stories and know certain friends, like, when it becomes, like, you know, at first, either sometimes to me or stories that I heard, it becomes of of abandonment. It becomes of just insecurities, like, certain things that just triggers people to be certain obsessive with the other person. It could be so many things. But stalking in general, there's so many categories. See, when that's what you're saying there, like, so I guess, like, People become stalkers too. Like you while they're in become, a relationship yeah. with a person, becomes a stalker. Like it could be someone you're close with, somebody you know, somebody you're dealing with that can become a stalker to you mm-hmm. because they become so obsessive with mm-hmm. who you are. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So I guess where I draw the line of confusion and where in cyber stalking is, you know, because the average person when they meet someone and you exchange information. When you go to look about them or look them up or find out information, the first thing you do is go Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You want to know what this person's about. You want to scroll through their pictures. You want to see what they drink. You want to see what kind of friends they have. You want to see all these things. And 
you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling just trying to find out how to approach that person does that is that cyber stalking you know what i'm saying like that's where i don't that, like because you know i it is physical in a way in because place. you also have to remember nowadays even with the older ones because you attach the, the the camera nowadays the laptop comes with the little camera and which you know cover ours. yeah which i have to contribute to my sister because she's very adamant about that People don't realize that people can still hack in. Even if the simple person can't hack, there's always a way to get in some some way somebody's computer. And people don't realize that when you're looking at your computer, that other person you may not know is watching you, putting your picture somewhere else, watching every move. And then by that, that's a you're in my personal space. And a lot of people, you know, we all get so friendly or so open with the whole, you know, I don't want to come off so so nasty to certain people. We as New Yorkers are already known as that, but we are so careless with our surroundings as a whole because we're so trustworthy in the sense of like, oh, no, I won't be my friend, but you never know. There's certain signs that people don't even know of that becomes a stalking issue. I, I, I mean, with me, and just to be honest, before I approach you or got to know you, I, I went about looking you up, and now here we are, does that make me a stalker? You know, like, that's why I'm, that's why, I guess that's why I'm <laughs> I didn't confused. even know that. Like, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I mean, everybody you has their, what, no, after, like, when we met, you told me, yeah. but I'm saying, everybody has their way You didn't do it? No. Um, I mean, I don't do that to people, I may say, I, oh, well, I guess I, 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 are you a stalker? I mean, more or less, <laughs> I probably, like, try to figure that person out, or, like, probably, like, Oh, they go into that place. I'll probably go and see how they interact with people. That I would do. But not, and and if it's a common place, I would go to that person. Go, yeah, I'll go. But overall, I think when that comes, because you people sometimes put on the forefront, they put on that face, so you don't know if yeah that person may be this way here. But then on their page, you know, you see certain things on social media, like oh, they don't act like that when they this way. And you don't know. Sometimes it may be not them who they truly are. That's on. true as well. So it's good to know because you get to know So then again, if you have somebody that's following you on your, your pages and stalking you cyberly, and if you're not that person that you are, then is it still cyber stalking? I don't know. If you don't, uh, to me, if you, you don't know what I'm saying? To- if, if the person that you're, you know, stalking on the internet is putting up a front, then you're not stalking a real person. You are because it's. I'm no stalker, it, people. I just I'm, want to put this no, out. I've you, never been accused of it. I just these are things that I ask myself in my it. head now because of media, social media, internet, everything that's available, everything that's accessible, everything that's available on Google. When you just type in your name, you know those type of things is what I'm thinking about as far as you know cyber stalking. I, I don't cyber it's stalking. Accessible. Become, it's accessible if, for everything. So, so but physically stalking. You're not making yourself accessible to everyone, right? Physically. But on the internet, if you're on social media and stuff, then you are accessible. So that's where my... Because you put yourself out there. And that's where there's a thin line that they try to not say that's part of... Because they saw... In certain instances, some people say that's an invite. If you if you're splattering on yourself on a thing, what would you? Certain things you people have a certain different response to things like say like just say like you saying like oh you see this person you see them splattering all this stuff about them, but then it, if you get into if you interact with that person you sort of become friends and turns to something else and then you wind up talking about it and they're like oh why would you watch my page and da, 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 if I knew that person you know why would you do that like okay why is it a problem if you was already put it out there right. and then you have to remember some people literally may play it and say oh no. That's not the way it is, but your page is public. This is true. If it, if it really, if you really don't want people to find, you can make yourself private. And I mean, there's other ways to find. It. I mean, honestly, like I have searched for someone, and I didn't even have to pay for nothing. You know how sometimes you type in somebody's name, they say either white pages or they give yeah. you some other. That information, no matter what, once you have your email and stuff on it, everybody's unsafe. Everybody. So the question becomes: Are you a stalker? Right. You know. With the new media era that we're in, social media era that we're in, am I your stalker? Was I your stalker? No. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I mean, I know I, I can say personally, I could tell the difference. And we'll talk about that later. Later, yeah. Later in um, yeah, couples yeah, in therapy. Couples separate. So, yeah. babes, you look great. Thank just you. To, your hair is dropped. Yes. Oh, so everybody guys. can know that Please. you didn't chop it. I didn't. You dropped it. Hello. Hey! <laughs> Don't give me hype. I <laughs> like that line. 
Don't give me hype. I just, I, you know, I just don't give me hype. You know, don't give me hype. So, like but that. just want to let you guys know. Um, like I said, stalking and cyber stalking with all the accessibility. Just want to put this out there. If you Google both sides with DJ and Honey podcast, that's not stalking. Just subscribe. We love y'all. Sorry, we love y'all. Um, subscribe. Google us. That's not stalking. <laughs> um, we're going to jump into a little break. Mm-hmm. Both Sides with DJ Honey podcast. That's right. Thank you guys for listening again. We'll be right back. After these messages. What's up, party people, in the place to be? It is DJ Eddie Nocentelli representing the Bronx, the BX, all day. And right now, you are listening to Both Sides with DJ and Hani, available on iTunes, Spotify, and other websites for your listening pleasure. Peace. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to both sides with DJ and Honey. So, babes. What's going on? See how we switched it up this time? Hello. We taking turns. That's right. We doing the intro from both sides. <laughs> right? Playing on both sides for no reason. That's right. We taking turns. All right. What's up? So. Sports. Yeah. Like usual. Yeah. Championship weekend last week. Ooh, I was mad. How did you feel? Mm, pissed. Did we both pick Ooh, the wrong teams? Yeah, pissed is fine. Yeah. We both picked the wrong teams. We both I picked, didn't. We picked, you picked the Saints and the, and the KC. It was the right picked, teams. There was the right teams. Um, The Rams and um, Saints, 26-23. New England and um, KC was 37-31, both overtime games. Mm-hmm. Both decided mm-hmm. by some calls, but the well, more controversial call was the one in the Rams and Saints game that everybody is going crazy about. Yeah, that's who was it? Robel yeah, Robel Coleman. Coleman um, committed a pass interference, Ference, and um, the ref didn't call it. Nobody called it, um, and I believe it cost them against the, game. the Saints, and it cost them basically their trip to the Super Bowl. How you you feel, feel that way? I was very mad. Uh, you know what? Yes. That may have caused them a trip to the Super Bowl. It's a lot of things that go into the fact of a football game that to you know turns out the outcome. People always remember the things at the end of the games. And this is why I'm starting to believe like, you know, if you guys are going to have like referees decide games, I'm starting to think like there should be like a rule implemented or something I like think that. So. Like, like something like if it's the last if it's the fourth quarter and there's a playoff game, and, and, and there's a a, a a call no call type of play like it should be reviewed or something like that. You can't let the refs decide the game like in America's watching the results and and you know we all know what's right, but they're not making it right and we're watching it being you know called the wrong play. So I think there's got to be a rule implemented in that. Mm-hmm. What you got? I think that since I think the refs should be penalized. Really, they should be reprimanded. Yeah. Because I'm not it, disagreeing with that. People it, betting on these games now. And it should they they are well knowledge of things. You get certain things that you cannot miss. It's it, especially when it comes to crucial ga- certain games like these. It just ruins everybody else's. You know exactly. You know. And I feel like like at this point in time, like you have automatic review. You mm-hmm. have them calling up to New York on big plays. Why can't New York call down and be like, look, you guys got to. Y'all watch the same thing. Y'all all watch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's not wait till Monday morning right. to correct it. Like, that that it, cost a lot of people I some believe money. More, more so, um, the Saints so lost in the, in the Superdome. Right. The, with the having to lead the whole game, basically. Lost in the Superdome. Like, it didn't become interesting to the second quarter. They, yeah. To the second half. Like, they had the game in a choco. All they had to do was finish that drive, and the mm-hmm. game would have been over. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl, ride, crash. Kansas City and the Pats. Oh. That wasn't as controversial as that first um, Saints and Rams game, but... I shouldn't say this, but I just wanted... 
I wanted them to lose the the Patriots so badly. I guess they, as always, Tom Brady was like, always find a way. Always, but always. of course, you know the one that everybody knows now that I really like, Mahomes. I think he did a great job. I no, think he did. I think he just started off too slow. Yeah, and I think it's if a jitters. I think if he would have been like the way he played the second half, I think if he would have been that way the whole game, mm-hmm. then there was no way New England could have kept up with them. Oh, he I had, don't think so. Tom Brady because was that second half that he put up was amazing. It was. But, it, you know, you got to play the whole game, sixty minutes, and it. And people might say that it was the offsides penalty that cost him that game. I think what really cost him that game was just playing one half of football. Simple, you know, nothing crazy. Like I said, it wasn't as controversial as the Saints and Rams, you know, blatant miss call. Yeah, it was Which like were both, I think championship weekend lived up to his expectations. What do you team. think? I think it did. It was it, the games were very good. They it kept me awake and all into it because I was very like, what's going on? What's going on? But. You know, I was just upset that the teams I picked, even though it wasn't my Redskin team, Not I just wish that the other team would have won. But maybe next year. Everybody yeah, got new, you know what? It's always a new year. Look, Tom Brady will soon retire. There's but so much long football he could play. And um, I don't think the Rams are going to win. Well, we'll get into that <laughs> when it's time. <laughs> we'll get into that. I'll dissect that when it's time. So, of course, I was watching the game on Babes. Hey. Um, the Pats versus um, Kansas City. Yeah. Sunday night game on CBS. And... As Tony Romo was commentating, I was pointing out how good of a job that he was doing. That was on Sunday. So now all this week, and this is why I said I need to start a sports blog or something. I can write these things down and predict it. I, I, I sat there and said how good Tony Romo sounded in the booth. Now everybody wanted him to be the next Cowboys coach. You think Tony Romo could coach? I think he can. I think Tony Romo can coach the football team. Can he coach them to a championship? I don't, I don't know. know. So you know what I'm saying? Like, but you got to give people a chance. Now, a lot of people are picking younger coaches yeah. to coach their football teams. Yeah. You got Sean McVay right now. He's 33, 34 years old He's going to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl as the coach. Right. So, you know, somebody that's close to me in age going to the Super Bowl, close to us in age going to the Super Bowl as a coach. So that's crazy. So maybe he got a chance. Maybe and sometimes you never know. Like, his, his, his career wasn't that long. So more, like... He, I think he's better commentating on the sport. Though. I love him commentating. I think I he's do. more entertaining. Yeah, yeah. He really keep you <laughs> That's up. my thing. For, for me, it's like listening to Tony Romo is like being inside the quarterback's helmet. Yeah. Listening to the right. plays and all that. So, nah, he's cool. Um, can he coach? We'll, I mean, we'll if he see. gets the opportunity, we'll see. I think he Going will. Going to Dallas would be great for him. We all know Jerry Jones. Love him. So love that'd him. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the MLB? So, you know, I'm a big Yankees fan. I'm not. Oh, well, Yankees, but baseball, I'm not. Sorry. Not a big baseball fan, but you know, you New Yorker would be a Yankees fan, of course. And the the right team. You wouldn't be a, wanna be a, you don't want to be a Mets fan. Of course, you're going to be a Yankees Ugh. fan. So she picked the right team. She Sorry. picked the right borough as well. <clears throat> she picked the right man for the right borough. <laughs> um, Mariano Rivera retired. Hey. You know, about a couple of years ago. And he, you know, became the first unanimous, you know, selection to the. Well Baseball deserved. Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Very, very well deserved. Everybody knows the journey of Mariano Rivera. If you watch baseball, if you're a Yankee fan, period, you know that he might have been the best pitcher ever. The best closer, definitely, ever. ever. So, he... Oh, my God, yo. Would you please stop? Excuse me. Sorry, you guys. Apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Um, We are... Where we at? Mariano Rivera. Um, So Mariano Rivera retires. He goes to the Hall of Fame. Unanimous vote. This week, I'm watching these sports analysts or sports shows talk about Mariano Rivera. And they're letting Alex Rodriguez do all the speaking on Mariano Rivera. So everybody knows A-Rod. Everybody knows he was well documented as a steroid user, but nothing, you know, proven. Um... But, you know, the topic that always comes at hand is should Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens come and become part of the Hall of Fame? And the fact that they had A-Rod, and I know, baby, you're not a big baseball fan, but I just talked to the people on this one. The fact that, and I know you do know about A-Rod, so I won't neglect you here. But the fact that you had A-Rod on the show, on, on multiple shows on ESPN, talking about Mariano Rivera's induction and... The fact that 
you bring up Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens to A-Rod while he's talking about Mariano Rivera is so crazy and it just contradicts baseball all in itself. Why is baseball, why is ESPN, why is anybody giving A-Rod a chance if they believe he was an alleged steroid user? Like, I'm not saying totally disband him, but I feel like, and you use the perfect um, term for it. What did you use? Conversation. Uh, Why would they have him represent, represent that, that kind of type conversation. of conversation of Hall of Fame if they know his Hall of Fame future is in question for steroid use as well as Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. So every show that he went on and talked about it, they brought up Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in the light of Mariano Rivera, the great induction day into the Hall of Fame. So I thought that was, you know... Corny. But everything always had to be some type of spice to right. add on more. Everybody drama. wanted to see A Rod talk about Barry Bonds and Roger. I don't care about, about Mariano Rivera. I don't think it was right what they did. I think they could have found somebody else. Overall. Anybody else. Even Derek they could have had somebody from ESPN do it. Exactly. Tim Kirchner, somebody. You know, could have talked about it all day. It didn't have, it didn't have to be A Rod. I know he's trying to clean his image. He's with J Lo and he hasn't played baseball in couple baseball in a couple of years. But come on, let's not talk about, you know, Induction to the, to the Baseball Hall of Fame when your induction is in question because of right. steroid use, and there are two Hall of Famer, two you know past baseball players who want to be Hall of Famers and he you know had great careers but were also in the steroid era. Blah blah blah. I that still try to figure out how they do the picking as far it's as it's a vote, and you have to receive out of four hundred or something votes, I believe seventy five percentage. Of the 425 votes to, to to get in to the Hall of Fame, and you have a a, a bunch and of and who years. are these votes? Or where these votes come uh, from? Who knows? Who knows where any of the votes come from? I I know fans don't vote for the Hall of Fame. Those are um, the writers and you know like those those um, analysts and media experts and mm, journalists and those guys. So that was probably the most we ever talked about the MLB this whole season on both sides. But there you go, Mariano Rivera, salute. Hey, yeah, he was. Right. Um, Little NBA news. Go ahead, baby. I'll let you do it. Well, of course, you guys know the Warriors over last weekend. Well, DeMarcus Cousins actually had his first game. First game. He um, was good. A little rusty. We watched the first game. Yeah, he was a little rusty. Um, I can't track if he's had another game since. He probably has, but he looked good, but just had to get in basketball. Yeah. I'm glad he's on and he's up and running and... You know, of course, the Warriors is great at what they do right now, but you know he is a good part of the team now. And I think he's gonna bring a lot of, a lot of force and reckoning to be done yeah, with. Yeah, it's gonna be. They're back in first place, so it's not much for them to do. They're on the road to another championship. I can't see a team really wanting to, you know, mess with them on a championship. They really can't right now. Type of level. Um, no team in the East. I don't think uh, Warriors probably got it again if everybody can stay healthy. Um, what else we got here? Um, we have, oh, I liked him. I really think he should stop playing. It's over. Oh, boy. Now, see, Carmelo, this is, this is everybody, a, everybody has their look, own view take. I'm looking, and I don't even see this, so you know you wrote this one on your own. Carmelo Anthony, you felt ways when I said, you, I know you're a fan of him. I think it's time. Let it go. I think his downfall with little passes, little personal stuff, he should let it go. It, uh, nobody wants him no more. And it's 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 like his everything's deteriorating. And I'm not saying because he's getting older, I don't believe in that. I think it's just too much and he's he's not an outstanding. So you feel like it's a personal reason why Martin Mello is not balling the way like that personal I don't think he's giving hundred percent. I don't want to see him happy like he used to like Yeah. Alright, well, like she said, I'm a Melo fan, and I don't, you know, I know Melo can't play defense, and I know all those things, but I do feel like there's a lot of dudes in the league who can't play defense, and there's a lot of people in the league who could play his style of basketball getting an opportunity to play on any team in the NBA. There's plenty of teams in the NBA. I think what it is is people are expecting Melo to come onto a championship-level team and produce. D Wade is not on a championship level team, and if you want to make the argument, like, because these are the four horsemen: LeBron, Melo, D Wade, right. Chris mm-hmm. Paul. D Wade isn't on a championship team. Chris Paul ain't played this season, basically. 
I mean, he played, but he basically didn't play. LeBron is the only one that's really playing past the prime of all of them. So at the end of the day, Melo could be a nice bench player and stuff like 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 he could he could, but he has to accept that role. But everybody keeps trying to put Melo. Oh, Melo could probably give you 15 off the bench and give you old school <laughs> Melo. Blah blah. blah. Stop trying to do that with him. You know, let him go play with some young guys, earn his money, be the leader in the locker room. And that's it. Let him play ball, but stop trying to put him in a championship atmosphere and expecting him to be the old mellow. That's over. I understand that. He's been traded too many times. And and, and he's been traded too many times without playing. So you can't really say that. You can't. But even he when he gets the to opportunity Atlanta, to play, play, he doesn't play. He, no. He, the, the opportunity in Houston is set up to fail. That's his old coach in New York. That was his old coach in New York. That's in Houston. That said, I don't want him on this team. So don't you think he would be set up to fail? That's just that. He would be set up to fail. I think give give him the opportunity. Let him go play with some young dudes. Let him go play with. Let's send him back to the Knicks. Let him go play with some, you know, some <laughs> nah, scrubs or something. You know, let him go. The Knicks is losing on their own. They don't even <coughs> have a loser. Let him go play with some real, you know. <laughs> Young talent, coach them up. They should have kept them in Atlanta. Kept, kept, you know what I'm saying? But nobody want to pay that contract. That's what yeah. it is. But nobody's really even paying that contract. He's, but he's anyway. still getting paid by three different teams. That's the so point I'm saying. But one team got the majority contract. I can't believe. I don't know. I don't think. I think it's OKC. No, or it might be Atlanta. I don't know. One of the teams 20, got the twenty something million that they have to pay. But see, whatever team pick him up, don't have to pick up that money. I know. So just take him. Take like I said, leadership. Let me go. Not gonna go into that. Yeah. Because you'll, you'll, you'll. <laughs> Maybe He's a little Mello. tense. I'm about to hashtag defend Mellow. Tense, huh? Hashtag, hashtag defend Mellow. Oh, what? Yes. No way. I'm about to start it up. No way. No way. Yes. No. Sports. This is both sides. Let's hashtag let it go. Hashtag defend Mellow. <laughs> New York City, he did a lot for us, y'all. Let's not give up on him. Even if he ain't playing for us no more. If you guys are a basketball fan, let's root for Melo to get on the team because there's so much bums on the team now. Right? Right. right. Exactly. <coughs> like you say, there's a bunch of broken players. Right? Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Take us to commercial, silly. All you guys, as always, we'll be right back after these messages. Couples therapy right after this. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before I go on a commercial, wait, 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 real quick. Don't cut me. Don't cut me. Um... You guys got excuses. Like I said, we got extra animals in the house. It's barking oh, and stuff like that. Babysitting. That's it. So we're yeah. babysitting animals. This is a part of the both sides culture. So <laughs> enjoy it, all right? I like both that. Both sides with DJ. And honey. Back after these messages. Hey you guys, we are now part of the YouTube community. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube at Both Sides Podcast with DJ Honey. Please subscribe. With DJ and Honey. I love that song. Podcast, yes, yes, yes. The signature couples yes. therapy. Therapy. Don't know, now you know. Music. As soon as you hear it, you just sit in the chair and you, you just. just want to sway. Right. <laughs> like I'm talking, I'm sorry. Like she's swaying right now. Just swaying. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, like I was saying, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you would have heard me saying in the um, back that we apologize again for the animals. <clears throat> It's real life, people. What can we do? I'm not going to sit here and apologize to y'all all night. But we love y'all. So that's why I say it in the first place. But like I said, not all night. Um, it's couples therapy. Hello. We sit here in yeah. the chair. Uh-huh. So we started off this episode. <clears throat> talking about stalking. Talking about stalking. About the joke. Talking about stalking, Sally. Talked about stalking. <laughs> um, Interesting. Which is also a topic which we shared. Yeah. You know, basically in the beginning of our relationship. It's weird. It was, um, so, well, because you had your couples therapy last week, I'll I'll just explain the situation. Um, 
for those of you guys who didn't listen to the podcast earlier in the season, um, Honey and I work together and stuff, so I've been accustomed to seeing the people she was around, you know, the people she hung out with, and those things. Um, there was a certain individual who she knew, um, but would pop up unexpectedly at the workplace. Um, you know, at first it didn't seem like an issue. Of course, it never does. But then it became one. And um, then this when I let you yeah. explain your experience. Because this is, for me, looking. And then I'll tell you You're the people how it turned out at the end. One of the things I will start off is because... When it becomes home base, when it becomes your friends, you wouldn't think it would be. So what happened was, and a small, small snippet of it, one of my friends tend to, like he said, we used to work together, would pop up at the job unexpectedly. And at, at, me being the individual I am, people who know me, I don't think about certain things because it's just, like to me, it's like, okay, that's just that person. I didn't pick up certain signals. And one of the things that were should have been a red flag was the fact that first it was the popping up. Then it became either, I think, with the with the phone calls. or the, Yeah, it was either the phone calls or the text. I'm not really sure. Then it became to an extent where... Flowers. Flowers. Then it became to an extent where it became cakes. And at the time, we're just friends. We, just we're literally just this. friends. Like, this was and I'm really, just like, oh my gosh, this girl's getting serenaded with stuff. Yeah, and it became... And at the job, it... The, the reason, there is a part that we will go back into after we finish this little thing. The reason why I wouldn't allow people come out to my job, and I don't think people should allow unless it's your significant other or a family member, is because of the fact I had another altercate or situation similar to this. And But this situation in particular, it became where it became just, at first we were friends, then it became the, the coming at the job, then it became the gifts, as they call gifts, that you start getting unexpectedly. You're like... For me, and you're like, why? And they give you all these sob stories about what they're doing it for, and it still doesn't add up, but you still, because you are friends, and you know this friend, and you have grown with this friend, you don't really, I still wasn't picking up the signals. And of course, Daniel at the time was telling me, but you know, you, I weigh out, me being me, I weigh out certain things. I, even though certain things I should pick up and certain things I should see as a red flag, I would push it off to the side because you expect your friends to be your friend, you know, and you put it out there that you are not more than just friends. And um, then it became to a point where the person knew where I lived at. Um, and it became sort of like a threatening situation where it became a physical situation where it became, in the end, an order of protection situation. And? And it also became part of a second part to the stalking was the fact because even though me and Daniel wasn't together, it became Daniel, it didn't matter if Daniel was my friend or supposedly, quote unquote, my boyfriend. And like I said, we was not together, but in their eyes, my friend thought we was together. And that caused a part of rift in the friendship. And I don't know, I can't say if it triggered, but there was something, which is funny, and I shouldn't say it funny because I'm kind of like feeling kind of emotional about it. My parent, my parents told me that something was wrong then. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, really, this episode. I'm just like, uh. you know. Um, one of the things about the situation when when it comes to certain things, you don't realize how close to home it could come. And I can say now, in a sense, I was naive because you you sort of, in a way, practice what you preach. And you know you have friends that also went to similar situations, and you tell them certain things, and you yourself don't follow those those things. It really does affect you as a person. Where it affects everybody as a whole. So where it affects just one person, stalking does reach out to your to your. To your close family and friend, other close, per- yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm it's alright. Take it in. <laughs> I got you. So yeah, it can affect close family and friends. Um, it did affect me at the time because although me and Honey weren't together, I believe we were building something special at the time. Um, we were getting into that you know feel of 
being a couple somewhere close down the line. I, I don't know. I can't even line up the years. But I guess the way it affected me is because I saw the hurt. I saw her that day. I I, I just, honestly, I might have even saw her that night before. It was and, I, and, I, and I honestly don't even... So it bothered me. Like, it affected me to the point because, like she said, I told her. And, you know, like I said, I'm drawing a closer feeling to, you know, a liking to her. So those decisions of me, if somebody warning you something and they're not taking your advice, then, you know, you feel like, you know, when will they? So it even bothered me to the point where, like, not just like, like at first, of course, I was worried about her, her, you know, her, her physical, her everything and stuff like that. But then it affects the close people to her because you have to question those things because jealousy is probably what drove him to doing you know or you know reacting that way and stuff like that because of what we were starting to build and you know that also puts me in danger and then I have a you know it's a a whole bag of things so it's nothing to get don't don't get too in debt about it or don't get emotional about it but it's okay babes we got past it but it's something that's real. Like, this is things that people and loved ones deal with. Like, we were explaining the episode, um, the, the series You on Netflix, um, that represents a, a, a stalker or somebody, you know. I won't get back into that, but it's a real thing. So, you know, we've been through it. It's another couple's therapy. So, we've been, we got through. Oh, any, yeah. any advice you would give anybody, babes? I mean, I mean, it depends because I, I also I, I really should because I did mention in the beginning of this um, episode. Oh, sorry, that prior to this one, I did. I, I I can tell both sides when it comes to a friend stalking. It's some some a stalking could turn into both whether you're with a person or whether you just are friends with a person. And and I said earlier that I have been in both situations where also I've dealt with somebody where everything was good in the beginning. You know, they always say you go through the honeymoon stage, then you go through your flip side trials and tribulations. And then when it comes to the splitting up part, it became a stalking situation where that person was like literally by my house, you know, it, but it would be by my parents' house. And the only difference was, is that I didn't pursue order protection, even though it was told to me, even by cops to do so. So when it comes to certain things and when it comes to stalking, yeah, everybody should take heed because even for the people who don't tell you, even for the people who do tell you, you, you weigh out your options because, you know, it depends on the individual too. You can't be so naive as, I, I don't know, I really have to say I was naive regardless of or everybody who was telling me things. And because my, my, I'm such a free-spirited person, I always believe everybody has second chances. And maybe I give a lot of people certain more than chances than they need and and when it becomes a certain certain part of you you lose a part of you because now you get so weary about everything else and you you feel like you have to look around or you have to you know look at yourself 360 and my parents always told me always look 360 and being a female it makes it even harder because there's so many things that you have to go through just being a woman itself so when it comes to like all the things when it comes to you being in a relationship with a person or being, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what they are or how nice it can be because they can look so great on the outside and have that great, you know, personality that you're looking for. But then it turns into, you know, you don't even know like what happened. You get so engrossed into not knowing, getting so involved into making sure that, you know, everything becomes what you want it to be, you know? So when it becomes like you totally become naive, you get blindsided by the other part of that person because you thought you know that person. It changes everything about your life. And I don't stop living because of it. It makes me strong because in retrospect, I learned and I listen now. And, you know, I'm more aware and I'm more, I guess, just, I'm just happy because those two situations could have been bad situations. Right. And, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to have a loving family. I'm happy to have you. So when it comes to these things, everybody should be aware of what's going on and just be conscious. Right. All right, y'all, we're going to take a commercial break. This is Both Sides with DJ Honey Podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. Break up to break up. 
Good evening again, ladies and gentlemen. Come join us at Couples Therapy. Any couple we welcome. If you guys want to just talk about anything going on in your lives, everyday lives, want to talk about something going on in the house or something like that, maybe we can relate. Maybe we can help settle your differences. Hit us up on our Instagram, both underscore size DJRS, or hit us up on our Gmail, both size DJRS at gmail.com. Gentlemen, to both sides with DJ and Honey podcast, um, couples therapy. Just want to let you guys um, not know, but um, it got a little emotional. But that's not the way we're gonna take it out. This is still both sides with DJ and Honey that's podcast. Right. We're gonna use the positivity against all evil. That's right. Ching, ching, <laughs> ching, ching, with our swords, and we fight off the devil, and um, we keep it going. We talked about the. Stalker issue in the last segment. My big opened up. I wanted to let her know and let you guys know that I told her this. She don't have to be so brave for this podcast. But um, nonetheless, she did. And I hope it helps somebody or, you know, anybody. So, yeah, it's the weekend. Hey. We are here. Yay. Both sides with DJ and Honey. What we get into this weekend? Uh... Maybe. This weekend seems like an interesting weekend where I can get a lot of things done. I think I'm going to go outside and play. <laughs> oh, are you messing with the, the new Shh. toy? I shall say you don't tell nobody. Okay. I'm I might go outside and play. Um, yeah, it's close for a day like that. Um, it's the Pro Bowl this weekend. Who cares? Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. That's where all the losers go, and when the losers, losers don't want to play, the losers, losers go. don't say no, that. No, 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 no. It gives them an extra opportunity this is what to I play. Hate. No, this is what I hate. When the people who don't make it to the Super Bowl, that just played I last week. I know that they got the opportunity, like. <gasps> no, no, no. The people who just played last week and who made it to the Pro Bowl, oh. they ain't going to play. They, That's they so right. Upset. They, gonna, they not going to play. So, the Pro Bowl is this weekend. Um, what else? Hopefully, it's pretty. We could hopefully, because we did see Glass. Yes. You can go check well, out Glass. We will go see. I think that we should do that. Babes, What's I'm going to give this back to you because I believe you're the one who should give this information to the people. Because we talked about stalking in uh, multiple segments today. We wanted to help anybody else who was going through the issue with it. So, go ahead. For all you guys, there's always a phone call away or a website where you guys can get in contact or reach out to other counselors or someone else. The telephone number for the hotline is 1-800-FYI-CALL. Again, 1-800-FYI-CALL. Or you can go on two websites, nownyc.org and victimofcrime.org. They are both very good resources to find out any information you need on any type of stalking. Because there's always different types of stalking. But please, if anybody don't, if you know somebody, if you see certain things... Try to, like, not push them to see it, but just make sure if they don't see you know that you always can see it. Make sure that, you know, if they need anything, you're there for them. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you're in a situation as opposed to looking into the situation. So, um, you know. You guys go out. Yeah. If you know, go check those things out. Yeah. Yeah. Both sides always trying to give you guys the information. All the time. Um, you know, our personal issues could transfer into you guys the same issues. We hopefully can help you. Help one person is just success for us. So yeah. that's what yeah. we strive for. We try to spread this positivity. We try to spread the love. We try to spread all this energy that we try our best to carry off into each and every day, which is not easy. It isn't. But we do. Um, we get up and we try again each day and every day. And that's what we encourage everybody to do. Uh, I'm going to lighten the mood a little bit. Okay. So, I know we were talking about stalking, and I don't mean to stay on that subject. But see, like, as a man, I don't know if I'm, if, if, if It happens be, to men. I, I, I don't know. Like, I've dealt, I guess, with women who have stalker tenders, tendencies. And, um, but see, like, it's just a tendency. So, to me, it, it's just like, I don't, I don't consider them a stalker. It's just a tendency. Everybody got a, a I think stalker tendency. That's where it comes double-sided, because... 
people automatically say that stalkers for females. Like your first in, impression is like, oh, females getting stalked when they say stalker, but it's on both sides. It, mm-hmm. It's on both sides. <laughs> both Dave, sides. Are you a stalker? <laughs> no. Both sides. <laughs> well, you. Yeah, I'm a stalker. You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but seriously. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Well, like I said, there's tendencies. I've dealt with overly aggressive people f- trying to find out where I'm at. I, I, but I never had that one or anything like that. So I think it's just you. You really well, maybe I never understand know. it from a female perspective. Maybe it's different. But you're not kind supposed of. to because everybody's perspective is different. Everybody's situation is different. Right. You know, and and what what happened for one out of that individual would not be the same for the other one. That's true. So you know, and I from both scales. They're not really the same, you know, in the sense of both of the situations I've been in, they were not the same. This is true. So, you know, and not everybody knows what are the check, what they call concerning um, things that happens to people. They always say there's a checkoff list, like, you know, to find out if you're suicidal, if you're a stalker, if you're raped. Yeah, the checkoff you know? list on the website. And you, right. Yeah. So, so know. we ain't going to take you guys out on stalking. Never. We hope you guys are all enjoying this winter. I know it's cold. It's a bunch of shows to catch up on. And There's stuff. so much. We let you guys know weekly what we watch. Hopefully, you guys watch it. Hit us up on both underscore size DJRS on Instagram. Let us know what you guys watch. Mm-hmm. Let us know so we can watch it. Elaborate on maybe right. something that you found interesting mm-hmm. on the weekend or the weekday or whenever it was. Um, we got a couple of things lined up. We got something very special planned. Don't tell nobody. No. No, we won't tell you guys yet, but um, it will be coming next week. We will um, drop that news for you guys next week, um, Super Bowl weekend. Um, we also I had it right on the tip of my tongue. We also got our YouTube channel. Yeah, please subscribe, subscribe you, guys. you guys. We love know. the views, but we would like some subscriptions. Yeah, that's we have some, but we love some more. It's always yeah. enough. We, uh, we like our place to be abundant. Yeah, so... We're doing a whole bunch of things and, and dabbing a whole bunch of things. Got a whole bunch of interviews that we're lining up. Lining up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what we're trying to do is give you as much as us as possible so you guys know who you're listening to weekly. And then we're also trying to show you what we're doing with our entrepreneurs that we meet. Yeah. Business owners, musicians, artists, um, you know, athletes, anybody, actors, actresses, book writers, hey. artists, anybody podcasters anyone <laughs> we're bringing on the show because right. we feel like this is a business and everybody here we're here and then there's everybody at the top so what we're trying to do here is bring everybody here where we feel is at a certain level not even a, let me not put it a certain level I don't want anybody to get it misconstrued I want everybody to help build their brand through both sides as we build ours right whether it's any of those certain sectors, business owners, sports, I can name it all day, entrepreneurs, musicians, artists, actors, anybody. We want people to come on, tell your story, because we got some encouraging stories on our past episodes so far. Anybody who's looking to live a dream that they believe is theirs, we have great content. We want to create great content. Anybody who want to put somebody to be a, a musician, a DJ, like my boy DJ Eddie Nocitelli, a book author, like like my boy Dalton L. Richards, hey. a travel blogger, like Erica Starr, Dope. an actress, <laughs> like Andrea Rochelle, a, a, a podcaster, like like um, Storyteller story Tone. Right. If you guys want to talk relationships, you could come on like Mr. Hey. and Mrs. Ricketts. You guys could um, continue to hit us up like our favorite, you know, listeners. We're here, available to you guys at all times. Instagram, both underscore signs, DJRS. Gmail, both sides, DJRS at gmail.com. I'm getting pretty good at this. I love the way you say that. Go ahead, baby. I'm getting pretty good at this. Um, Our YouTube, both sides with DJ Honey Podcast. Um, We're available on iTunes, Google, wherever you guys are listening to it now. Continue to listen. We thank you guys. Take us out on a high note. You guys keep God first. You guys continue to pray. If you guys keep him first, don't worry. He got y'all. Don't let yourselves get in a bind and start worrying. And, and, and God got y'all. Because I'm telling you now, where we at now, three months into this podcast, we could have never imagined. So it doesn't have to be a dream. It doesn't have to be what we're doing. It doesn't have to. It could be something so simple as 
to just making it to the next week. And God will bless you in that favor. So, guys, keep him first, babes. And stay blessed. Yes, both sides with DJ Honey. Hey, you guys. We would like to give thanks to the various artists who contribute to all our episodes. That's it? Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>